Like the show? Want to listen to episodes early? Consider becoming a patron. Starting at the $3 a month level, patrons get access to a custom patron-only feed where we put out episodes of Upstairs Studio podcasts like the Child Care Bar and Grill, Miss Becky's Classroom, That Early Childhood Nerd, the Renegade Rules podcast, and others early. That feed is just for patrons. You could be one of them. Go to patreon.com slash playvolutionhq or click the link in the show description to learn more. You're listening to Miss Becky's Classroom. Last time on Miss Becky's classroom, and she crawls crawls ahead through this. It's it's actually not sewer pipe. It's actually it's actually just a drainage pipe, and so uh, it's fairly clean water. A little bit of mud, some bugs and spiders. But she crawls through this, and then she comes across, and she looks up, and the the serrated light is coming down because there's a grate over over the uh, the entrance there, and she crawls up this metal rusted metal ladder, and she pushes up on this grate and with all of the strength in her one arm she pushes it up and she sticks her head up and she's in this middle of this kind of lowland kind of grassy field and she says freedom now let's pick up our story we're gonna open up on one arm chloe throwing a flat kind of device on the ground. Amanda, if you were there, you would recognize this as the same device that was inside of your pizza box. Throwing, uh, Chloe throws this device on the ground, uh, pushes a couple buttons on the uh, heads up display and says, I'm coming mommy. Pushes a button and she vanishes. Now we're gonna move down the hall from Chloe's room that she escaped from in the tentacle monster complex where we hear sidetrack exclaim, you might as well kill me. I'll never give up their location. He's in his blob form. One of the tentacle monsters looks at him and says, okay, I finally believe you prepare to die. And he reaches over on the wall with one of his tentacles and flips the switch and uh, Sidetrack uh, is vaporized just into a, a puff of blue-green mist. Aw, no. So then we're going to move to a small spacecraft puttering along <laughs> where Kim says to Kimmy, reading show there on, this pl- on that planet. I'll pass through the coordinates to your heads-up display. And we're going to leave them. And focus in on Amanda's head in a jar in an operating room where a, what do you call a group of surgeons? A pack of surgeons? A flock of surgeons? A gaggle? A gaggle <laughs> of surgeons? A stitch of surgeons? We're gonna call them a stitch of, a stitch of I, surgeons. I like a stitch like of them. surgeons in, in red scrubs and masks and, and little head beanie things that they wear are closing up 
the incision on Clint's neck in preparation to add Amanda's robot body to her head. Amanda, you feel kind of comfortable in that jar, just kind of bobbing along, watching. You're, you're fully conscious now that you're away from Clint's undead vampire body. Um, are you excited for this? What are you thinking? I'm really excited about it. Um, I guess I love Clint, but I need some space away from him. So, <laughs> Yeah, everybody needs some space once in a while. Yeah. And so one of the surgeons looks at you and, uh, and says, they'll, they'll, you'll, they'll be to you in a minute there. He's doing well. His vitals are, are fine for a vampire. Um, and, uh, and so you're feeling pretty good. Uh, Becky and Claire, where are you while the surgery is going on? Are you in the, in the operating room observatory eating junior mints, uh, like an uh, episode or are you in the coffee shop down the street? Did you go back to the waffle house to, to, uh, see if you're being spied on? What are you up to? I assumed we were in the waiting room. Oh, you don't have to be. You can be any place you want to be. Because you were told this is going to be a fairly long operation. Well, the waiting room is fine too, if that's where you want to be. I'm no, just saying that you have to be there. Becky decided to go back to uh, the um, the apartment and start mopping up the blood <laughs> because she's a little worried they're not going to get their deposit back. Uh huh. Did Claire go with her? Well, Claire started out in the waiting room with Becky, and they kind of sat there and in our own little thoughts and everything. And Becky said she was going to go back to the apartment and clean up, and Claire thought, mm, no, that's not. She's more intrigued with the operation, so she's in the surgeons or in the viewing platform. No junior mints. She's not eating anything. She just has her computer out and is taking notes and some pictures once in a while, and really wants to get into the operating room, but figures she can't because Polly the pixie has made her <laughs> hair more elaborate. It, there's like a downstairs that comes down to her shoulders now. There's like a staircase and he has like a deck thing and she heard talks of putting in a pool and friends coming over and she it's uh, very it's cotton candy like now too. She's got it so blown out that uh, yeah, it's it's, it's looking. She can't uh, touch it either because you know when you touch it with moist hands, it just kind of sticks, and then there's this whole thing that comes out. Her hair starts pulling with it, and she hears Polly saying, "Ooh, another room I can add on." So she has tried <laughs> not to touch it, though it itches really, really bad too. With him, his little feet running around her scalp, yeah. Not used to it yet. So, so Claire no. is watching the operation. Becky, back at the apartment, your how are you? How what what does Becky cleaning up a murder scene look like? Are you are you down in your hands and knees with rubber gloves? Are you doing it like they do in TV, where they just kind of smear the blood around? Or, <laughs> um, well, yeah, that's 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 basically it. She, um had to, since her phone still isn't working, she had to like get on the computer in the apartment and um, research how do you clean up blood. But you know, <laughs> she's, she's, she's pretty good at figuring these things out. And so she's, uh, she's, she's busy scrubbing blood, however you scrub blood most successfully, because that's and, Becky. And 
<clears throat> while you're doing that, behind you, you hear a bloop, bloop. Okay. She turns around. And two human girls that you would know as Kim and Kimmy are standing behind you. One oh. of them has a very large weapon-looking thing pointed in your direction. And she says, hello, Becky. Where's your egg? Okay, number one, I thought I killed you bitches. Mm, think again. Number two, I don't know what you're talking about. You made sexy time with that centauricorn guy and you got him pregnant or you fertilized his egg and now you're gonna be a mama um that's to sell your baby because you cost us a lot of money when you took amanda back from us okay first of all how old are you girls mm, we look like we're eight you look like you're eight Mm -hmm. Okay, well, okay, I guess maybe if you're not actually eight, it's okay that you know about these things, or maybe your parents are just really progressive. Where's the egg? But I don't have an egg. We recorded you holding the egg, making goo-goo eyes at it the other night. No, you didn't, because you, it didn't happen. You like your egg. I don't like my egg because well, it doesn't exist. Well, you said you didn't exist. have an egg. That's what I just said. I don't like my egg because it doesn't exist. She levels the weapon at you, and it's a big on over her shoulder kind of grenade launcher kind of looking thing. And she, Kim lines, you, lines the sights up at you, and Kimmy walks up to you and says, come on. Where's the egg? And where's that Amanda? We have plans for her, too. Um, well, as you can see, there was a murder in the apartment last night. There's going to be another one here pretty soon if you don't know. No, Amanda is dead, so whatever you have planned for Amanda, don't worry about it. She's dead. That's her blood right there. And where is my gun? Stupid flipping sidetrack. That's right. It doesn't work anymore. Um, hey, look over there. <laughs> now, if they were actual eight-year-olds, that, that might, might have worked. They, they are not actual eight-year-olds. They are stone-cold bounty hunter killers, big game hunters. And uh, so they just kind of smile at you. And Kim says, where's Amanda? Take us to her. Take us to the egg. And we'll talk about letting you go. Maybe we'll even pay you a finder's fee so you can move on with your life. Uh, no. No. You can't have my baby and you can't have my best friend. Because the baby doesn't exist and the best friend is dead. But even if they weren't, you can't have them. And I, I don't have it, okay? I don't have it. And Kim says, we're going to give you one more chance. I really don't have it. But you can find it. Oh, fine. Let's go. 
And so where do you go? What's the plan? Are they following you or are you? Yeah, they're following to, me. And my where are plan, they following you? My plan is to try to lead them the opposite direction of where Amanda is. Mm-hmm. And so, and so they um, put that blaster away and it's like uh, Kimmy's got a, got a backpack and this thing is about four foot long and it's kind of like Claire's bag. It's kind of, kind of, he just puts this whole long thing into this tiny little uh, Hello Kitty backpack or whatever she's wearing. And uh, she pulls a smaller blaster out that you would recognize as uh, very similar to the one you had, except you have a, a feeling that this one works. And uh, they follow you to the elevator and uh, and then down to the street, I, I suppose. And then, mm -hmm. and then what happens? Well, Becky asks them if they've ever been to the Kitty Nipple Nebula before. Nope, it's our first time. Oh, um, do you guys like waffles? Love waffles, but we really want the egg and we want Amanda. Well, I just wondered if you wanted to go check out the Waffle House here before we before we go find them. It's very we tasty. We will check out the Waffle House after we have the egg and we have Amanda. It seems like uh, like uh, you aren't taking us where you said you were going to take us. Seemed, you're kind of crafty and maybe you're up to something. Let's get there and let's take this take get this done. Okay. Well, we have to go this way. And Becky starts to lead them down a dark alleyway. And unbeknownst to them, a while back, she let out um, her little friend Sparkles. And Sparkles is trailing behind them. Now Becky's lost Sparkles once already. She's not about to lose him again. So he, he is just a tiny little worm. They don't know yet that he's there. And she leads them into this alleyway. It's dark. There, are, there, there appear to be not, not much in it except this giant box. And she says, it's like a crate. And she says, the egg's in there. Go get it. She says, I want you to get it. Are you facing them or facing away from them? I am facing them. Kimmy levels the little gun at your forehead and pulls the trigger. You see and then feel a beam of white light hit you right between the eyes. And then Becky fades to white and her body crumbles to the ground. And Kim says, I knew that bitch wasn't gonna tell us. Have you found her on the, found Amanda on the computer yet? And she says, I've got a slight signal. And they push you into the box, turn around, accidentally step on a little worm that was crawling behind them and head out of the dark alley. He's fine, don't worry. He's indestructible. But, but, but Becky. Now, back at the surgery center, um, Amanda is three quarters of the way attached to her new body. The surgery is going well. 
Um, they've got your head on there. They're just making some last decisions. A lot of, a lot of nerves. It's, there's a lot of nerves to, to hook up. And you're awake through this whole thing, and they're telling you things like they need you to try to wiggle your left toe and, uh, and, and move your, your right pinky and these kind of things. And, and so they're just making sure they've got all the connections right. And so you start feeling like you actually have a body that's your own. And uh, it, it feels pretty good, I think, or doesn't it? Uh, it's pretty awesome. I think because like I had been a tentacle monster for so long, like I had forgotten what it felt like to be in a human body. And so it's kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. You're, it's kind of, and it, I mean, it's all, it's, it's got that new body smell. and uh, so you're, It really does. You're feeling all fresh and they're, they're having you, uh, uh, as they get a little bit further along, they're having you try out some of the, 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 the extras that they included that, that Becky picked out for your body. Uh, they're, they're telling you to try, try the uh, wine spout in your, in your left boob and then the one on the right boobs where you've got the, your red and white wines and the, the electric shoulder whips and all this kind of stuff. And so, so pretty soon they've actually got you sitting up in the operating room so you can, you can try try some uh some fancier moves with this new body of yours and as all this is going on and as claire is very mesmerized about this whole procedure and really loving the technology there's a bloop behind claire and then she hears mommy and she turns around and it's one-armed chloe mommy i knew i'd find you they're coming to get you those mean girls. Which, which means mean girls? The ones that took Amanda. The tentacle monsters hired them to get you all. They tried to kill, kill you guys before, and, and I escaped, and I got away, and, and I came to save you. Mommy, I missed you. Claire is stunned for a moment because her, she was watching Amanda and the surgery, and then it's like she just... When she turned around and Chloe started blurting everything, Claire just held out her arms and what, gave Chloe a huge hug. And, and she goes, okay, Chloe, what do we need to do? Do you have a plan? Because mommy's not thinking very clearly at the moment. I don't know. They're going to come. They were going to get Becky first. I, 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 I hacked into their, their ship and heard them talking. They're going to get Becky first and the egg, and then they're going to come after Amanda and probably you because those tentacle monsters want to kill you because you're Claire the, Claire the killer. And, and I, we, we have to get away, and, and Amanda's got to come with us if she wants to live. Mommy, I okay. missed you. Oh, Chloe, I'm so happy to see you. I'm glad you got away. We, 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 we need your help. You can do it. So uh, Claire turns back around and sees that they're still working on Amanda. She, there's, she taps on the glass and hollers through the glass. When will you be done? When will Amanda's surgery be done? And they just kind of look at you and, and uh, the, lead, yeah. the lead surgeon kind of pushes the button on the intercom and says, <clears throat> uh, there's, a, there's an intercom button there. You, you don't have to yell through <laughs> <the glass. laughs> So Claire, Claire 
being embarrassed that she didn't think of the intercom thing. She just thought of rescuing her friends and their, I mean, all their adventures they've been on. They've always been together. And this time they've, they're separated. So Claire's, mm, this isn't good. Claire goes to the intercom, pushes the button. How much longer on the surgery, sir? Uh, we have to test out all of her functions and that could be anywhere from an hour to six hours. It'll take as long as it takes. <clears throat> Wait, Claire, what's happening? Chloe's here. Kim and Kimmy are on their way. I gotta go, guys. Uh, get, we, get me road ready. We really <laughs> wouldn't recommend that. Um, you, I mean, your body is at uh, about 85% uh, capacity, and we've still got, that leaves about 15% of your nervous system we haven't attached. Um, I mean, you can function, but there's going to be sporadic problems. I'm out of here, bitches. <laughs> and so you what, just get up and start walking out? Yeah, I just, I like, I, I'm plugged into a little computer thing and I just yank my USB plug out <laughs> and just storm out of the... And they're like, ma'am, ma'am, we really recommend you don't do this. But the customer's always, always right. Always think of uh, Madame Trousseau's Robot Emporium. Where you're not <laughs> When you're done Chloe's with your adventure, you can come back and we'll, we'll finish the job. Claire grabs Chloe's hand and they dash down the steps and they're going to meet up with, with Amanda in the hallway or in the lobby, wherever in the hospital or the Madame Trosu, Trosu whatever her name is. <laughs> wherever the fuck we are. Exactly. Claire and Amanda meet up. Okay, so you guys meet up in the lobby. We're going to go back to Becky? Um, Becky, Becky, you feel yourself as pure energy in, it's just, it's just this white space. It's like a space where all the light is. It's, it's, and it's not like the, the place in the, in the tentacle monsters lab that was just kind of a, a white void. This is just, this is, if you feel like you're pure energy in a place of pure energy and you feel all of the kitty nipple nebula and pretty much all of the all of the worlds you visited all of the time you visited all of it is existing at once in the same place and it is almost overwhelming and it is probably really difficult to know where you stop and where all those memories and places start. Um, what's, what's this feeling like to you? Well, it is very overwhelming, but it's also very fabulous because these are like all of the, all of Becky's little empires that she's created on her journey, like all converging into one giant white ball of awesome she's and you're kind pretty of pretty sure it? she's she's what you're kind of digging it yeah i'm digging it i'm digging it but she's also pretty sure she's dead mm -hmm. and then you hear this voice that says miss becky miss becky and we're going to fade away from you there and in the lobby of Madame Trousseau's Robot Emporium, uh, 
there is Amanda with her 85% functioning and she has no idea really how to use very well new body. There is Claire who has recently been reunited with her one-armed daughter, clone daughter, Chloe. And they're kind of heading towards the exit when the door opens and in walks Kim and Kimmy. And Kim says, hey, we found you. Hi, Amanda. Want to ride in our wagon again? Hell no. <laughs> and I don't know what the hell you're doing here, but you should go home because it's past your bedtime. <laughs> you're not the boss of us. We're here for you. We lost a lot of money when that bitch Becky came and rescued you with, with Claire. And we're going to take you back. And we're going to find that egg, hatch it, and sell the little freakoid creature. Oh, oh. that's mean. Oh, wow. Hell no. <laughs> whips out her shoulder. You whip out, you whipped out your shoulder whip? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's what you do with a whip. You whip out a whip. I mean, yeah. But I do. You whip it out. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like is going haywire because I don't really know how to work them. But um, I create quite a disturbance in the entry. Yeah. What what color is the electric bolts that are shooting out of your whip? Purple. Oh, great. You've, you, you also realize pretty soon that you've got an LED controller, so you can kind of tune them into whatever color you like. So um, you're, there, there's like purple electricity flying around, and uh, Kimmy's shooting, shooting blasts with her blaster. You're whipping with your whip, and she's blasting with her blaster. And uh, there's a whole <laughs> battle going down. There's robot bodies flying all over the place. Chloe pulls out a little handheld. It's kind of like a crossbow pistol and and starts shooting these little little uh, explosive crossbow bolts across the room it's it's all hell is breaking loose it's it's pretty sweet times and becky you i mean you're there but you're i mean because you're everywhere you're there so you kind of mm -hmm. sense this battle going on and in a in a corner of your mind you can't interact with it but you can feel it that's what's going on with your friends and it's kind of i mean you were feeling really good but this this feeling that this thing is happening with your friends is kind of distressing um so you're kind of aware but unable to interact uh claire what are you doing well claire reaches into her medical bag and pulls out some vials and starts tossing them because they're you know they explode and create a little havoc and makes puffs of smoke so if they get enough smoke going on amanda chloe and claire can dodge around kim and kimmy and hopefully get to becky and reunite so we can team up and do our thing yeah and well some of the things you're well, some of the things you're throwing are actually exploding and making smoke. Others are like just breaking because they're full of vampire <laughs> drool and uh, and little bits of ooze that you collect in different places. And so the the, the impact there because they made the floor slippery. <laughs> and, yeah, unsure. Uh, really, she kind of slips a little bit on on some of Clint's vampire drool. Have are you apparently you guys just left Clint? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> he, they weren't after Clint. Yeah. 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 For his safety, you left him. Um, Amanda, Kimmy turns around and she levels the gun at you, uh, pulls the trigger, and you see this bolt of white light coming towards the middle of your chest. And um, how do you, I mean, you don't have a lot of time to react no, if you're going to react. Quickly put up my hand and a force field goes around us and the blast hits it. The, who, who does the force field go around? Around me and Claire and one arm Chloe. Oh, cool. And then I, and so, yeah. Yeah. And, so the the blast bounces off of this this dome of force field. Yeah, I don't remember us picking out for you, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the body. It was in yeah. the body. <laughs> I mean, the the owner's manual is like six volumes. It's gonna gonna take forever to figure out everything that's going on with that body. And so the battle rages, and uh, and and Kim, Kim gets hit by one of Chloe's bolts, and Kim goes down. And you guys are all kind of happy about that and like, mm, look at us. Um, and then and then Kimmy fires again at you, Claire, Claire the killer. And as this bolt of electricity is coming to you, Chloe jumps in front of it. <gasps> no. And she takes the blast. Chloe. And falls down in front of you. Chloe. Claire is devastated and drops to her knees and holds one arm Chloe in her arms and just looks and if she could, she'd have fire in her eyes as she looks at the Kimmy and yeah, there's rage. She's yeah. and we're gonna fade out of that scene. Fork. And we're gonna fade into a darkened room where Becky wakes with a start from what feels like a dream and finds herself laying on the floor snuggled up with a blanket in a room full of small cots with children on them. Oh, no. And she, she rubs her eyes and sits up. And, I mean, I, I, I have an idea of what Becky would say, but what does Becky say to herself when – because your, your head is just cloudy – and and you've got all these memories that you think are a dream, and you are now in a room surrounded by children. Where the fuck am I? Oh no, am I in mud puppies? And that's where we're gonna end this episode. Dun dun dun. Ooh, that was fancy. Thanks. Is this like the last episode of Miss Becky? Are we Bob Newharding this? <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you like the show, share the show, unless you're you know, too embarrassed, which we totally understand. Hey, you can also head over to playvolutionhq.com slash podcasts slash Becky and engage with us back soon with another episode. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.